Bible Treasures Topic 20 Death Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast Praise God for all the corrective teaching we received through this series of talks The subject we are considering during the last 4 weeks has been death Now Martin Luther made a statement like this Every man must do two things alone Number 1 he must do his own believing and number 2 he must do his own dying How true this statement is Beloved Christ bore our sins on his body When we believe that we are blessed with the gift of salvation In the same way Christ tasted death for every one of us Turn with us to the book of Hebrews second chapter the ninth words we'll read the last line He by the grace of God might taste death for everyone because Christ tasted death for every one of us when we believe that we can face death with assurance and confidence In a word the biblical view of death is quite different from the world view of death Unfortunately our understanding unconsciously is influenced more by the world view than the biblical view The topic that we are considering is how not to die So far we have studied four lessons. Number 1 Do not postpone repentance. Lesson number 2 Do not hold bitterness against anyone. Lesson number 3 Do not depend on your wealth. Last week we studied lesson number 4 Do not leave your dear ones in confusion. Today we'll move on to lesson number 5. How not to die. Do not give place to depression. Do not give place to depression. When we refer to various stages of life, we normally say childhood memories. and then we say youthhood temptations and when we talk about old age you know what we normally say we say old age problems yes beloved old age is not easy that's attested by the bible in book of psalms and chapter 90 this is actually a prayer of moses the man of god see what he says in verse 10 days of our lives are 70 years and if by reason of strength they are 80 years yet their boast is only labor and sorrow in other words he says the old age is always enveloped by lots of sorrow now that was endorsed by solomon in book of ecclesiastes 11th chapter now look at the eighth words If a man lives many years and rejoices in them all yet 
let him remember the days of darkness. Because there will be many, that's what the Bible says. That is why the psalm is prayed like this. I believe that's a prayer that every man, when he becomes old, should lift up and offer unto God. Psalm 71, and I will read to you verse 9. Do not cast me off in the time of old age, and do not forsake me when my strength fails. Oh, beloved, so meaningfully the scripture is placed before us. The causes of worry and depression in old age are numerous. We look at a few of them today. One is the declining health. Now this is almost the lot of every person when he gets old. Now that's what we have in the words of Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 5th chapter. If you read the first five verses, he speaks about the destruction of our earthly house that is this body. When he comes to verse 2, he makes a very honest statement. He says, in this we are groaning. What are we groaning and what are we earnestly desiring? We are looking forward to our habitation which is from heaven. Who actually has ordained it? If you look at verse 5, He who has prepared us for this very thing is God. And what is the guarantee that God has given to us? Look at the fifth verse of the latter portion. He also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are living in this earthly tent and this building is going to be destroyed very soon. We are looking forward to a habitation that's going to come from God. And it is God who is preparing us for that. Given us a guarantee and that guarantee is the Holy Ghost. Apostle Paul makes a similar statement. Book of Romans 8th chapter. And look at the 18th words. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And he repeats that in verse 23. He says, we ourselves are groaning within ourselves. What are we groaning for? We are eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. In other words, even a prophet like Elijah, who had the double portion of the Spirit, he died of a sickness. When a dead body was just placed on his tomb, when the dead body touched his bones, even the dead body rose again. But this man, he died of sickness. Beloved, in the light of eternity, this suffering is all for a short while. Now that's what exactly we have written for us in book of Job on two occasions. 14th chapter and verse 1. Man who is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. And when you come to the 16th chapter, Look at the 22nd words. 
When a few years are finished, I shall go the way of no return. You see, it speaks about few days and few years. That's exactly the reason why Apostle Paul says we do not lose heart. Turn with us to 2 Corinthians 4th chapter. Look at verses 16 and 17. Therefore we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. And our light affliction, which is but for a moment, look at those words, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God also has a purpose in just letting this uh, declining health overtake us. Here is C.S. Lewis with his wisdom. God whispers in our pleasures. He speaks in our conscience, but He shouts in our pain. What a wisdom! This is the experience of most of us, isn't it? Declining health is reason number one for the possible depression during old age. And the second one is problems in the family. Take for example Samuel. He was a wonderful prophet. Now after Samuel, he made his sons as the judges over Israel. But those people, those two boys, they corrupted themselves and they did not walk in the godly ways of their daddy. But that does not mean Samuel neglected his family during his ministry. If you turn with us to 1 Samuel, that is a very interesting observation. The 7th chapter, he always went in circles in his prophetic ministry. And what do we read in the 17th verse? He always returned to Rama, for his home was there. There he judged Israel, and there he built an altar to the Lord. Even though he went on circuit for his ministry, he always returned home, which was a drama. He built an altar there to the Lord. So he did take care of his family. But they went away and astray from the Lord. There is a truth I want to tell aged people. After you have done your best, leave the rest in the hands of God. The adult children have got their own accountability. So when we talk about the family problem, the first one that surfaces is rebellious children. And the second one is the marital problems of our children. See, we do our best in settling our sons and daughters in marriage. But all conflicts may set in. Now that's what happened in the case of Isaac. If you turn with us to the book of Genesis 26th chapter, look at the 34th verse. When Esau was 40 years old, he took as wives two women from Hittites. And what happened, we read in verse 35. 
these daughters in law were a grief of mind to isaac and rebecca so they caused so much of depression for their parents in law and isaac did not just uh, dump himself in depression what did he do he went on doing some positive things he called his son isaac i am getting old before i die i want to bless you go and get me some hunt meat so that i will rejoice in my heart and i will bless you there was a positive thing that he did when you come to the 27th chapter later portion when you look at the first few verses of the 28th chapter what did he tell jacob you don't take a bribes from these hitite people go to my own father's place and go and there you take a bribe a man does not sit and then ruin himself in depression he goes on doing something positive another problem we can think about when we talk about family disrespect and ill treatment by children this is one of the last day signs that were predicted by apostle paul the first one is in romans first chapter 31st verse men will be without natural love the same thing is pointed out in second timothy third chapter third word men will be without natural love knowledge increases but love decreases what did apostle paul say first corinthians 8 chapter first words knowledge without love pops up that's what's happening to most of our young people they are very rich in computer knowledge but they are paupers in natural affection and many of them are zero in practical wisdom and first and foremost such an attitude affects the parents now that's what we have indicated in book of proverbs uh, 19th chapter you know for everything we have enough and more to teach us in the bible book of proverbs 19th chapter look at the 26th words he who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach maybe your children are chasing you away to stay in the old age home don't worry that's a blessing go and stay there be happy there you go and then enjoy the presence of god beware of children who try to empty your purse we are warned against it in book of proverbs 28th chapter look at the 24th words whoever robs his father or his mother and says it is no transgression the same is a companion to a destroyer you know everything is already predicted in the bible don't give all your monies and your properties to children immediately keep a portion with you that is practical wisdom and prudence now that could be another reason why people get into depression apart from this family problem unanswered prayers unfulfilled dreams 
unsolved puzzles, unsettled matters. Now this will always give rise to doubt and unbelief. It will shake your assurance and confidence. But we have a promise in God's word. Turn with us to the book of Psalms 56th chapter. We'll read the 8th words to you. You number my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? This is how I understand these particular words. All our prayers are in God's book. And all our tears are collected in God's bottle. What is the secret? Look at the fourth words. Look at the tenth words. Look at the eleventh words. God, I will put my trust. You know, George Muller, we all have heard about him and we have read about him. He had two drunkard friends. And uh, he prayed for their conversion for nearly 40 long years. And nothing happened. Finally, these two guys, they came to attend the funeral service of George Muller. And there they were converted by the funeral sermon. They not only got converted, they went as overseas missionaries. Yes, beloved, our prayers are in God's book. Our tears are in God's bottle. Only way we can come out of such depressing situation is to think about God's blessings of the past. How wonderfully God dealt with us in our past. Everything will go only according to God's counsel. Don't forget the past. We all know Psalm 103. Forget not all his benefits. And you don't forget all his blessings. You know what will happen? Your youth will be renewed like the eagles. Take your old diaries. Go through them. Count your blessings. Don't just think about your crosses. Count your gains. Not your losses. Count your health. Not your wealth. Count on God instead of yourself. Here is an old man's conviction. I shall not mind the whiteness of my hat or the slow steps that falter on the stair or young friends they hurry and cross over me. The strange image that greets me in the mirror only I can feel as the roots that are in the sword. That I am growing old to blossom in the face of God. The psalmist said, I will sing as long as I live. Keep on praising God. What did Jesus say? I keep the Lord always before me. And I will not be moved. My heart shall rejoice. And my tongue shall be glad. How not to die? Do not give place to depression. 
God bless you.